welcome back to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. This is the February 25th game against uh, Winnipeg Jets, uh, our first of two games against them this week. Uh, it's 3-3 after the second period. We uh, didn't take a break during the first intermission just because we had some technical difficulties on our TV with the blackouts here in Montreal. Um, so yeah, here we are after the second. We're going to start with the first period. What do yeah, you think? B- before anything, I, I just I need to just voice this just so people understand how frustrating this is. We like we we don't just stream the game like free on random websites. Like we pay for multiple subscriptions. Yeah, we still can. And like they don't let you watch. Like I don't want to watch TS- Nashville. Yeah, we have TSN Direct. We have NHL Live. We can't get the games from both these. And then they like, turn off the the regional games. I like I don't want to watch Nashville. Yeah, I know. Why I would I like? It. What's the point of that? I just don't see how between TSN, between NHL, we still don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to have the the service. Yeah, whatever. we'll just figure out something with the VPN. Yeah. But... Anyway. Um... Or maybe we won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the goals, both goals in the first yeah, period. Yeah. First thing, we'll just we'll acknowledge the Claude Julien thing. I know we were talking about this, uh, you know, during the Ottawa game. There, we're gonna have a proper podcast dedicated to it. Um, but you know, it's, um, you know, you could tell things were going to have to get mixed up at some point. I, I personally didn't think it was going to be a coaching thing. I thought, you know, they were going to do something with the lines or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, move someone, but, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I think Dominic Ducharme's a good interim head coach and I, I feel like he'll, he'll really thrive. He knows the guys, he knows the system. He's, you know, he sees what, uh, you know, TSN put it well today. They he said they he knows what the guys are thinking right now. He knows how the guys have been feeling. Um, so I think it's better that than having this huge lull of a transition. Well, that's it. They didn't bring off basically a guy out of nowhere who would essentially probably have to quarantine as well. Yeah, exactly. But you know, they got a guy who he's won at every other level. He, you know, he is notably good with younger teams based off his World Juniors. And he, again, he's already in the system. So like you said, he knows the guys. And we can already see that he has a bit of a different, at least, approach to the game than Claude Julien did. In general, they're very different coaches. Um, You know, just from the get-go with the lines. I mean, he brought back the Gallagher to Tardano line. Uh, He he basically kind of said everything. I really like Paul Byron as a fourth line. Paul Byron as first fourth line center. That that is a very defensively responsible fourth yeah. line. Uh, you know, before everything got mixed around after the Anderson injury, yeah. which we're gonna talk about. But uh, yeah, so the first, you know, it looks like it's gonna be an Army a game. Two goals from Army in the first from uh, Byron Romanov, then Petrie and Druin. Um, yeah, just he's on fire tonight. Yeah, and he's playing. You could tell like these are. You know, goal scores goals too. You know, streaking in, taking a shot. He he goes straight to the net on the second one too. Gets a nice pass from Druin. They the the Habs look like they have that aggression. Yeah, I again. think yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't look like it's it's sizably different, but I think it actually is. We're just playing a big team, so like yeah. our hits aren't as loud. Well, um, that's and the hustle bigger there. bodies. Yeah, because you you could see it like guys like Kotkaniemi too are using the body more. Yeah. It's just that that overall aggression is there. The only real issue i'm having with the habs right now is the breakouts yeah which has been a you know a trend for the last you know since we've been losing yeah so I think and i mean it's... it was worth mentioning that actually jeff petrie has the most turnovers in the defensive zone in the entire nhl right now yeah well, i believe it it's I mean, insane how many times it how many tries it takes for us to get out of the zone yeah i don't believe it because it's specifically petrie i mean petrie's always having you know he's obviously having a terrific year offensively anyway but I believe it in terms of the Habs. I mean, like, we've been struggling to get the puck out of our zone. We're just absolutely getting crushed in our, 
in our uh, defensive zone and you know it takes us two or three ch- tries just to get it out of you know off through our blue line like it's crazy um, whether it's our wingers getting stuck on the boards or just bad passes from the d or uh, neutral zone passes that just get you know blocked mid ice or you know it's pretty frustrating they're gonna have to figure it out i you know i think i think you know uh, ducharme's gonna you know try to mix things up a little bit maybe we won't see that famous russian doll drop down yeah. you know thing at least well, i, I didn't yet. see it on the power noticed play it. yeah you know that was my first like uh you know big realization that you know we might be out of that era of the of the of the russian doll drop passes that's it i i see a different strategy too i see us playing the rush a lot more we're not cycling the puck like i hate when we just cycle ourselves into oblivion there where we just end up getting pinned against the boards it's nice to see that we're just kind of like leaning into our strengths a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, not 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 a lot's changed overnight. I mean, like, you know, this is his first game. They they can't just completely scrap the playbook. No, of course, and but... it's it's gonna take weeks and you know maybe a month or so, two months, just to, you know, you know they've been playing the same strategy for two three years now. It's not gonna be something where they just you know flip a switch and they're all back to normal, but. You know, I, I think we're all headed on the right track, and you know, hopefully the guys, um, you know, gel with Ducharme, and you know, I this game. Let's get back to this game particularly. I mean, we got to up the shots a little bit. This yeah. is a little bit of a it's low. It's a very shoot. low shooting game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got to give it to Winnipeg that, uh, you know, that passing sequence they had there. That yeah, is well, like now a, like jumping into the second period, right? Yeah. Like where it's, I I just wanted to like make one more thing about the first period. I thought that they. They came out strong, but I did start to notice a bit of like teetering near the end of the period. I kind of noticed they were, the Habs were looking not not shaky, but they they definitely noticed the size that you were talking about before. I saw close to the end of the first, beginning of the second, they were getting hit a lot, and I don't think the Habs are used to that. Yeah, it's like I guess yeah, it's you know, and it leads to what you were saying these plays yeah. where, like you were saying, uh, yeah, go ahead with it. Yeah, it's the big big team. You know, it's you know the momentum's just not in our favor there they're not going to move very fast uh off our hits and you know we're going to move fast the other way so you know it's going to take some getting used to and you know going into that anderson thing um you know that really melted our lines down the right side there i mean you're seeing army have to double shift and you know what that leads to is every second every second shift you basically have a guy there who's going to be rate limiting like he's he's tired he played you know he's double shifting and it's going to really slow the lines down. So you got to be really smart with who that player is. I mean, it can't be a Gallagher. Um, you know, it, it can't be like a, uh, you know, it has to be someone like an Armia or a Lekkanen. Because, like, those guys will hustle no matter what. And well, you, that's you it. give I... that to a Druin or you give that to a Gallagher. It's just, you know. Well, well, that's it. I mean, like, if you even look at the goal that they scored in the second, that was a pure rush hustle play on the power play. So we had the on-man rush, but caught Kanyemi with a nice heads up. So Petrie and Kakaniemi get the assist on the Tatar goal. So that's another nice thing to see that, you know, Tatar's back on the scoreboard. Kakaniemi's getting involved. Um, you know, they mentioned that, like, his playtime might go up under Ducharme. We'll have to see. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's exactly it. They, you just you need people who can have that high energy. And we were talking about Armia playing better in the bottom six than the top six. So I don't know where I, like if i double shift him exactly it's, just, it's frustrating to see i think yeah, it's an odd trend i think lekkanen should be on the ice quite a bit 
Byron too. Just the yeah, high energy guys. Just an guys. odd trend because we we're we were saying he looks good in the bottom six, but TSN was saying he specifically looks good in the top six I right know. now. So you know it's uh, it's odd. He he's very polarizing. I, I find he's you know he either thrives really down low or he you know he likes that spotlight depending on the game. Um, you know you just. A top six role for a guy who's streaky like that is just a dangerous. Yeah, uh, and I I think move. he's more dangerous in the bottom six because he's maybe that half step above the bottom six role in terms of talent. So he's just a little more potent there. Yeah, so well, there could that be would, that too. Yeah, I mean that logic applies, but it also applies to every player, right? I mean, like you would have. Well, that's it. By but that I mean, logic, bubble players. By that though. logic, Gallagher would play better in the third. Right, line. but I'm saying, but Gallagher's like a bona fide top six. I'm saying a guy who's kind of teetering between the two. You might as well trend him like downwards, so that he'd have like the most chance for success. You know, like you could play Jack Eichel or something on your fourth line. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. The logic just doesn't. No, work. what I'm saying. So someone like Jack Eichel though is like a bona fide first line yeah. guy. Armia, who's kind of like you're not sure if he's you know second line, third line type. You're better off playing him in the bottom six, where you know like he's going to succeed for sure. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, it's just it's nice to see. I mean, okay, Anderson. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's hurt. Um, uh, you know, what, is, what happened, though? This is like the fourth or fifth time the guy's left the game. I mean, I'm not blaming him, obviously, but it's just that, you know, he's got a knack for, you know, But I didn't injuries. see, like, what injured, though. Like, what's hurt? I don't even know. I don't know. He, looking. It looked like he got tangled up with, uh, was it Pionk? It was DeMello. DeMello, and, like, he fell on his back. I mean, people calling it a slew foot. I don't know if that was a Yeah, that, that was NBC Sports reporting yeah. that there was a slew foot. It's just a tangling, but I just don't understand, like, what, like... Is it concussion? It like, is it his shoulder? Yeah, is it his I, I leg? His like, head. I can't find anything. I didn't see his head hit the ice. If anything, it looked like he just, like, bruised his He also played the next shift. Like, I don't know. I guess yeah. he was giving it a chance. But yeah. I don't think that's going to be a long-term injury. I just, like, I Hopefully don't. I wish not. they would tell us what happened. I think happened. it's either his knee or his tailbone. Right. He, I don't think he hit his head. No, I don't I don't think so either. Because he, he kind of, like, scrunched up like that. Yeah. But, yeah, um, either way. I mean, that, that, that would be devastating. So we're not going to think about that. Yeah. But. Um, th- there was one play though that I wanted to go over like a little bit longer. Um, when Perry took that high stick that led to the Wheeler goal, yeah, there was a lot there that I have an issue with. I mean, like, again, like it's a Missed clear high call, stick. Yeah. That's the first thing. I mean, the guy's head snaps back. However, in very like Alexei Kovalev fashion, he kind of like meandered to the I bench. I hate when they do like that. selling it that a little really bit. Really cost us a goal there, and it, it just it led to the rush. I mean, Kotkaniemi gets put on the uh, like put on the ice way behind the play. He has to catch up to but Wheeler past the blue line. By that exactly, point, that's yeah. what I mean. And then Wheeler comes in, gets a screen from. I mean Dubois and whoever else. I think it was Shifley too. And then Weber in front. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's not it's not right. And like this is another one of those games where like we're not doing much like to help carry defensively, but yeah. at least like we're scoring at a better rate. Yeah. Um. You know that they they mentioned that in the first ten games of the season we scored four more goals eight times, and the last I think, uh, ten games or eight games we haven't scored, uh, like more than three yeah. at all. So it's nice to see the scoring's back, but like you gotta do both. Like you can't, we can't do this thing where ten games we go and we outscore our our defense, yeah. like in terms of making up for it, and then the next ten games we we can't score, but our goalies play well and yeah, back and forth. Just it's do a, both. Yeah, it's a balancing act, and you know you can't you can't allow that you know blue red blue screen and you know just yeah, it's, and it, it's but you know that ridiculous. that annoyed somewhat like the same way. I mean, obviously I love Perry, and you know he's been an absolute addition to the yeah. team 
But there's just, you know, it's the second play this year I've really noticed him. One, it was the fight with Good Branson. Yeah. Where he basically, like, stopped the fight talking to the ref. Uh, and then this one where he, you know, like you said, he takes the high stick and then takes a good 15 seconds, like, basically gliding to the bench and, like, checking to see if he's bleeding. You know, if you're if you're that worried, just, you know, get to the bench and check. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let the guy come on the ice and you're, you're going to be okay. Exactly. He'll be fine. Like, it, you know, it could be a little bit, again, he could be embellishing a little. He could also, this could be just, you know, hate saying it like this, but his, uh, his age showing a little. And on top of it too, he might just be like a little bit, you know, softer than he used to be. Yeah. He, he could just have grown that way. Yeah. It's not, a, it's obviously he's not like, you know, soft completely, but there are going to be moments where maybe he's not expecting it. Yeah. I mean, it, again, it's it's frustrating, but, like, at that point, you know... It's just, it's odd to see a competitor like that's that. That's what I mean. Want, yeah, like, it's weird yeah. to see it, but, you, you know, there's there's going to be something every once in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to get back to the third period, if you don't have anything else to say. I, I'm just trying to... I feel like there was one more thing that I had there. Um, not that I can remember, but... Other than that, I mean, like, we got to get more shots on net. I mean, I, I, I again, I wasn't expecting miracles tonight. Um, I hope we come out with the W. I, you know, I. It's a pretty even game. I think both teams look like they're like not in the best shape right now. Um, you know, Winnipeg looks a little tired. Uh, the Habs kind of look like you know the Habs that we've been seeing the last few weeks. Like we said, a few. You know, we're a bit more aggressive. That's probably a Ducharme thing, and you know, really got to work on the breakout. And we'll, let's hope that gets fixed in the third. Yeah, and I just remembered what I what I had wanted to bring up. Um, you know, we started off killing penalties so aggressively, and then about 30 seconds before the uh, Kyle Connor goal on the first one there, oh yeah, we just broke back down to that lazy, like passive, like half box, half diamond play where like like Shea Weber's ass is on top of Carey Price's yeah. forehead, and he's like looking through his legs. Yeah, it's we just... it gets to a point where we're so collapsed, and this was like you know we've been talking about this for weeks now. Yeah, but this was a very good example of what we were talking about because. It happened for about like 45 seconds where you had Weber, Deno, I think it was Lekkonen and Sherratt uh, literally lining Price's crease. Yeah. Like we were and, completely collapsed. And let's on not the even like forget to mention that puck needs to be cleared. Jeff Petrie yeah. passed it to yeah, Kyle Yeah, he passed Connor. it, yeah. He gave him a perfect touch pass, but you know, I can see the game. They're going to drop the puck any second, so we should probably head back. They're actually Winnipeg starting on the power play for some reason, and... Uh, We'll check in after the game yeah, ends. Yeah, we'll see you guys after the game. Four-game losing streak. Yeah, all right. We're uh, four-game... Lo- that turned on us real quick. Okay, and I... You know, before we get into the what happened in the third period there, I'm just going to reiterate that this was a far bigger game than I think you or I uh, realized. You know, I looked at the standings. 18 games played for both of us, Winnipeg and Montreal. Winnipeg was up by one point. This was a huge game. Huge, huge game. Because now, you know, come Saturday, if we pull it together, um, you know, fix a few of our, uh, you know, clear weaknesses that we had tonight, and we pull off the W, uh, they're still ahead by a point. So, you know, that that was a huge, huge game, and, uh, you know, I just don't see what, I, what well, happened the, in that the third The first period. thing that's worth mentioning is we said in these four games this week, we wanted six points as a minimum. We are currently going into the last game with a possibility of a total of four points. Yeah. So we did not meet that goal, too. I think it's time to address the real issue. It might be time to fire Dominic Ducharme. 
<laughs> no, but you can't blame him for that. I just, I don't know what happened. We were up 3-1. I poured myself a drink. I sat down. <laughs> and it was 6-3. to three. What happened? What know. happened? What happened was we can't break out. Okay? They that... cycle the puck around the net. We, we literally, I mean, obviously it's Nate Thompson. So, like, it should be okay. <laughs> Okay, because Price let in a in stinker a there. That Price has let in like okay, a horrible goal. But it's double. It's two sided though. Okay, because it's not only did Price let in a stinker there. Okay, but Nate Thompson was standing in front of the net for like ten seconds with his stick on the ice. No one's near him. Yeah, he had to choke up on it, get a good whip. Yeah. So um, I here's one twofold. thing. This is this is a big issue for me. Um, I understand the breakout's bad, but like we need to zero in on a few people here, and by a few I mean one. Jeff Petrie has to go to practice next, like, tomorrow <laughs> and just learn how to put the puck from his zone out. Yeah. Because that goal for Nate Thompson, Jeff Petrie turned around and, Passed like, the with the most flaccid of, of wrist shots, <laughs> flicked yeah. it into the middle of the ice. Like, this is, like, Adam B shit. Like, this is the kind of thing that pisses me off, too, because I know these guys can be better. Like, that's the biggest issue for me is, like, I wouldn't care if we were, like, and obviously no offense to the fans of these teams, but if if I was a Detroit fan, I wouldn't be upset because, like, yeah, Danny DeKaiser is on our first, (laughs) like, if that's my first pair of D, like, I'm not, my expectations are not high, and, like, I also, like, I know what, like, like, what they're about, you know? It's, like, Robbie Fabry is their second line centerman. Like, I'm not expecting big things from this team, you know, but... The Montreal Canadiens ignore like all the pedigree and ignore the history and everything. Look at like this year alone and look at the players. Like I know there's more to them. Yeah, like I don't want to be that Toronto Maple Leafs team where like on paper we should be amazing. Exactly. You know, and that's what it's looking like right now. And um, you know, two main issues I saw in, in that game, and I think it could be still down to the third period. Was one, it was getting the puck out of the out of our defensive zone. But I'm not going to zero in on that because that's been the issue for February. Okay, but specifically um shooting hard enough to get out of our zone well yeah that, like it's 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 not it's getting out of our zone because we're not getting out of our zone but when we actually have the puck and we're able to like dump it on a penalty kill even okay like even on our penalty kills we don't shoot it hard enough out of our zone and when they we, caught it at least five times and when and we do sec- shoot it hard enough it's way out of the ice <laughs> yeah and then yeah or it's out of bounds yeah, exactly yeah and then secondly was Goaltending was a huge issue tonight. Actually, I'm going to add in a third, okay? And then third, there was a few effort plays tonight that were just absolutely brutal. Starting off with the Perry one in the second period that we mentioned, where uh, it led to a Wheeler goal. Just casually skating off the ice. Like, yeah, I know you got high-sticked, okay? But get off the ice so that someone can get on and we can defend this three-on-two, okay? And then, you know, uh, to add on to that effort-wise, what the hell was that with Romanov at the end? Oh, I, I don't even know. He gets... First of all, he lets a 35-year-old Blake Wheeler beat him to the puck and then also doesn't make the play in front of the net. That was like, just a rough... What the hell was that? That was just rough. I, I don't know what's also, going on with in that. terms of effort with that, add in Price not jumping to get that puck. Yeah, like, the, that the goal that Dubois too. scored there when it came across, I guess it's a difficult save to make, but you can watch the replay. Price recognizes it and tries to kind of like, like Jedi Knight like knock it out yeah. of the air like just make the effort you fucking loser yeah, it looks like, it looks like uh it looks like uncle danny playing street hockey exactly and, and, or like or mini sticks and not yeah. wanting to get down on doesn't his doesn't want to really you know? do the full movement 
Yeah. It's just it, it bothers me too because like that's that's not him trying to make a highlight save. That's not him trying to like make a smart play. That's him being lazy of like is this worth me straining my groin? The only the only thing I could see him maybe defending himself on that is is that he saw Romanov there and Romanov was actually screening him and he didn't know if the puck was being shot. Fine, and if he, and if that's the case, fine. He should still, still slide be across. sliding yeah. across, not diving across like Ryan Miller, yeah. but like sliding across to try and be square to the shooter. Because yeah, sure, Dubois might drop it right back to where he is, but like you can't like you can't pull that like Schrodinger's puck on that. No, it would be like yeah. if I it's like it's like changing lanes in traffic. It's like if I don't move and everyone else moves, yeah, exactly. I'm already in position. It's yeah. like no, you have to make the effort. Yeah. It's like the those these guys know. Like how to make split second decisions, but they also know how to be patient with the puck, especially at the talent, like the talent level of like a, a Dubois. You know, yeah. he's gonna take that quarter second to go. Is Carey Price in the net? It's it's not hard to figure out. Yeah, and you know, they got a lot to work on for Saturday. And I mean, you know, it's getting comical at this point. But like Saturday is a must win. Yeah. Like you know, four We've got game, a couple must wins coming. Four game losing streak, especially the in, four a.m. puck drop against Vancouver coming yeah. up next week. <laughs> on eleven p.m., are they fucking nuts? Um, I'm gonna have to actually get like some kind of caffeine. Eleven p.m. That's like a one thirty finish. Yeah, which means like on a Wednesday night. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say like that means, yeah, not very much sleep. Yeah, but yeah. It, that's if we get the game yeah exactly if if uh by the grace of tsn they let a montreal canadians fan watch a montreal canadians yeah. game we actually might get but we the, can have all the san jose games we yeah, like i think i think rds is streaming the uh the uh vegas colorado game yeah exactly and but, this is the other thing too about that i forgot to mention it before um why is the game available 48 hours later like if it was it should be available once the game ends i yeah i agree with that but i think their logic is basically we'll just watch it later we'll just oh yeah we'll just watch the game right after the game yeah see that's that's my my logic is no i pay for this yeah i know (laughs) that's my answer to them is like no i don't have to cheat the system i pay you guys every month to show me the game yeah it's it's not a good streaming service no, I know. Like it's they not. It's anything. like it's not like I'm getting like these incredible like stuff. There's no. Yeah, there's I not actually, even any commercials. There's I get no the guy. Yeah, but like, there's shoveling no commercials the ice. and it's, it's just awkward. Yeah. Basically, what happens is you know every time there's a commercial break, we get this guy shoveling the ice with no sound, and uh, I just hear Jesse breathing for for a minute and a half. So <laughs> minute and uh, a half. Yeah. Try like four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a uh, you know. As you guys can tell, we're getting less and less pissed off with the losses, which isn't a good sign. It's delirious. That's like not a good sign. Is that that's word? that's like <laughs> yeah, we're get we're you know we're we're losing our our grip on reality here, and uh, I'm slowly uh, you know going back to taking in the derriere for Lafreniere, except <laughs> there's no Lafreniere. Exactly. <laughs> Next year it'll be uh, probably Owen Power. We got to think of a yeah. good rhyme for that. God. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Prison drop. shower for Owen yeah, Power. Yeah, I was just going to say drop the soap in the shower for, <laughs> for Owen, Owen Power. Power. Yeah. Oh, but, God. You know, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> it can't be. No. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, I can't, like, I can't commit I'm... to the first overall pick just yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah. God, I'm, I just don't know Look, what to we're do. still in a playoff position. Barely, yeah. But we are. I'm saying we we are still in a playoff no, like, position. Look, realistically, like we're we're obviously gonna make the playoffs. Okay, like yeah. I I don't think 
Maybe. Don't say that. Maybe. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. People can replay yeah. these podcasts. Yeah, but I, you know, like I think realistically, we're we're if we can pull it together, we're we're on pace for. I mean, obviously not our first overall finish like we thought we were gonna be. Yeah. But I, I definitely think we'll make the playoffs in some capacity. Yeah. Um. You know, second or third is where I could if we really pull it together. I think that's yeah. Where we're I mean, look, I, like again, just just to kind of not be an oppositionist, but just kind of to make it clear, like anything is possible at this point you know like like obviously i'm not i'm not wishing this on anyone but you know last night austin matthews a lot of leafs fans thought he was going to be out for the rest of the season mm. those things can happen injuries happen yeah, it's still like 39 losing games streaks happen yeah. like it's not gonna just happen to montreal you know yeah. there's gonna be more than one i mean ottawa's on a on a high right now they just had a massive win against calgary yeah so my, my point, it, yeah, it comes and goes. I think, yeah, probably second is more than likely than is more likely than first. But you know, you never know. I also think second is more than more likely than fourth. Yes. Yeah, I just think you know we're we're obviously in a lull right now, and I think it's going to be a bit of a transition. Obviously, you know, whoever thought that you know our gameplay was just going to absolutely just you know switch off yeah. overnight and switch back on uh, with a coaching change is just out of their mind. I mean, it's yeah. been like one day been like one practice basically if they even had yeah they had one this morning basically. yeah so you know it's it's not going to be that quick and you know going if we lost to ottawa you know twice in a row i mean i it was a bit wishful to think that we would you know bump it up to yeah up it's, to it's a big hit to morale it's not very motivating to lose to the worst team you gotta in your play division. allen next game though you gotta well, yeah, switch you it do, up but it's you also have to put yourself in the position of the players right now is like you lost two games in a row to the worst team in the league and then, or the worst team in your division, and then like the head coach that you like respect. Pretty sure they're with, still worse than the league, aren't they? It's very possible. And then the coach you respect more than anything gets fired. Like it's it's not exactly a morale boosting moment. I'm sure like practice this morning was even rough, where Dom Ducharme had to basically look at the guys and not apologize for being hired, but kind of like there was almost I feel like a moment of silence for Claude Julian at that point, and then they can move on. But it's. It's very so, like somber and sullen time. Like they're gonna get out of it, but it's just like people who think that like the new coach shows up, yeah, and everything is like uh, what's a good word for it, peachy keen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, Ottawa, yeah, Ottawa's ahead of Detroit, but basically Ooh. in terms of games played, <laughs> right? So they have a few more games played than Detroit, but they're at fifteen points, which actually isn't that far off from no, us. So. We have we have what twenty something. 22 yeah that's two games three yeah. games we're 14th in the league yeah yeah so we're back to the middle of the pack ladies and gentlemen yes uh you know we wasn't too long ago we were first so yeah. <laughs> you know but we got to really pull together i mean like this is just getting a little uh getting a little scary i'm, I'm sure bergeron is feeling it on the uh yeah on well the that's a big part of it too and we'll talk about it in the Claude Julien podcast as well that we're gonna record tomorrow but um, you know, it's not only Claude Julien's job that I think is, let's say, uh, been under the microscope lately. Yeah. So, you know, we'll we'll see where that goes. Yeah. All right. Well, pray for us for Saturday and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can get something moving and hopefully Anderson's okay. Yeah. And I hopefully, hear about him the most, hopefully you know, I, I want to see a lot more from Suzuki next game. Yeah. I want to see like more, uh. I want to see more from Romanov, you know, just in terms of game, like actual game. Like I understand he got a secondary assist or whatever tonight. That doesn't really mean anything to me. 
Right. No, no he, I mean he got the he he was the one who made the nice pass to Armia, but like okay, it was a nice pass. It's but not it, that. It's, it's a, all he's countered. a defenseman first. Yeah, exactly. He's a defenseman I don't first, care if he gets and it's an basically all countered by his like really really bad play tonight. Yeah, like just like I noticed him on the ice, like I noticed Mete. Okay, well I'll, I'll end it off. I have one question for you: Is tonight a night where you're going to sleep well? No, I won't actually. <laughs> and I, you know, just from the fact that I just said he reminded me of Mete, I'm gonna psychoanalyze that. All night long. I also, I called this that... If he's Victor Mete, he, he, I swear to God. He's not Victor Mete. <laughs> I'm telling you Mete tainted him for a few games. Yeah. It's he, it's Mete gave him some fucking, like, like hockey virus that's going to take a few days to, like, get out of his system. I'm telling you, he's using tips, quote-unquote, that Mete gave him. I yeah. guarantee it. Ducharme fucking yelled at Romanov, though. Did you see that? No, I didn't, but I'm, I'm glad that that's a good sign for me that he's yeah. just like well he ba- if you guys didn't see it he basically uh like uh, motioned aggressively for romanov to get on the bench okay so well there you go he's not giving anyone special treatment and he like he's got to put his foot down too he's got to earn the, the guys respect he also and... he also very much knows how to deal with young guys that's his like forte yeah. so anyway we'll we'll cut it here but uh we will catch you guys on it's the 20 25th so we're gonna have our Claude julian podcast out tomorrow so uh yeah so we'll see you guys talk to you guys tomorrow and we'll uh pray for us for saturday night thank you for listening to the habs puck drop podcast you can email us your thoughts questions and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on instagram at habspuckdrop we'll see you next time